Beehive Sports Podcast is powered by Swing Juice. Visit swingjuice.com. Use promo code Beehive20 for 20% off your golf and MLBPA apparel. We're back after a little bit of weird time. We'll get into that uh, once we read through everything, get the intro video going. Tonight's show, we're going to start off with a big announcement. The Beehive Sports Podcast, Five Days of Christmas. So we'll get into the details of that right out the gate. Get into local shout outs, which are about a week behind, but hey, blame uh, Sketty. Then we'll do Buzz and Buzz Kill, Reality Overreaction, NFL Week 14. As And uh, I guess I should mention Andy's with me here, uh, filling in for Sketty. He's become our, our, our part-timer here on the show. So filled in for me when I was in Myrtle Beach, filling in for Sketty uh, when he needed some time. So yeah, NFL Week 14, Reality Overreaction. Uh, then briefly, we'll talk about college football playoff in the bowl season. No sports history or Sketty on tonight. And the things that sting will follow up with the former Bills punter Matt Ariza case. Uh, some details on that were announced. Then we'll get into a couple unfortunate deaths, Mills Lane and uh, Mike Leach. And we got two or three more people arrested. Nothing out of the ordinary. And then in my hive, we will get to the three-bagger. We got a recap week 13, week 14, and our week 15 picks will be here. Let's go. Welcome to the Beehive Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Joe and Sketty. The buzz is brought to you by Bushlight. Attention hunters, your favorite camo cans are back. Get it wherever you purchase your adult beverages. Please drink responsibly. And Napoli Pizza, that's right. When there's football season on TBSP, there's Napoli's weekly specials, pickup or delivery available, located in North Warren. And a quick reminder to those watching, if you can't watch all of the show and you want to hear what you missed, you can either go back and obviously watch the videos that were embedded at, during the live show, or if you just want the audio, you can go on to Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, it'll be uploaded on there. It usually is uh, within the hour after the show, so you can always catch it if you want to listen in your car or whatever you want to do. Uh, you're able to do that without actually watching the video, although... I know when Sketty's on here, everybody loves just looking at his mug. So that's why they they prefer to be a live viewer. If you are in live views, give us a like, a love, or an angry face if you think Sketty's ugly. Weekly, weekly tradition at this point. Uh, so he couldn't be with us, obviously. Andy, who's our become like our substitute uh, when he's not busy, he hops on with us. Thank you, Andy, for, for doing that, by the way. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. Uh yeah, I mean it's uh, you, you. You've done it enough times now. You, I think you know the format just as well as we do. So it's pretty simple, right? <laughs> For yeah. you, you got on to everything. I've, I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready to go. <laughs> so, all right, let's talk about this coming week. Uh, Sketty and I. So he like went MIA for like 24 hours. I thought he was dead. Uh, or they dropped his phone in a pancake batter. Those were my two assumptions it was one of those two things it was actually neither 
but he, so he gives me a call today. We talked for like a half hour. Uh, they just have a lot going on at the restaurant right now. Uh, you know, an employee, a long time dedicated employee, you know, fell, fell sick. Uh, she's on the bounce back, but he's got to, you know, make do with what he's got. He's got to fill some shifts and stuff. So it's no issue. You know, we have, that's why we have people like Andy who can hop on, you know, when we need them to, and, uh, the show will go on. So, but him and I talked and we decided that this year, which we didn't do this last year, we are doing what's called, uh, TBSP's five days of Christmas. So I have a shitload of bush light swag, including brand new cornhole boards, bush light cornhole boards with bags. They come with a carrier, the whole nine yards. They're pretty nice. I actually opened them today because I had to do some, uh, like Phil's our product photographer. But when I need something quick, I have to try and improvise myself, which isn't always great. I'm not a photographer, but I think I did an okay job. So we... We'll be posting the picture, which will become known as the original post for the five days of Christmas on Saturday. What you have to do is like the post, share the post and comment on the original post. So make sure if you share it and people start liking it and commenting on it, that's not going to work. It has to be on the original post or else I I might not see it. You have to comment your favorite part of the show. So the instructions will be with the post. And drawings will begin December 20th, and they will go on each day, the 20th, 21st, 22nd, 23rd, and finally on the 24th is when we're going to do the cornhole boards. But in the meantime, uh, you can win a nice little package like a Beehive Sports Podcast cooler with, that's a six-pack cooler with a bush light tumbler, uh, some koozies, a bush light t-shirt. There's there's all sorts of things uh, that we're going to be packing into these deals, so... Uh, watch for that on Saturday. The post will be getting put on the Facebook page. Uh, I suppose I should probably put it on Instagram. I'll get, to, I'll figure that out. But I don't really, we don't get on Instagram a whole lot. It's not, it's not our cup of tea. Pretty sure you can set the Facebook to automatically go to Instagram. Can't see. That's why we need a tech guy, Andy. I, I don't I, know that stuff. I, I work a little bit in the tech, but yeah, it takes me like it's... takes me a half hour to make a Facebook story. Yeah, I think there's a way to whatever you post on Facebook will go to all social accounts, but don't. I think. Well, I know on Instagram. On Instagram, I can definitely do that because I put something up and I can click it so it posts on Twitter, uh, so I don't have to go on Twitter and do it. But um, yeah, I don't know. But we'll 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 sort through that. But we're gonna we'll get those up. And like I said, the grand prize coming that will be drawn uh, Chris or New Year Christmas Eve morning will be the Bushlight cornhole boards. They're they're awesome. I mean, they're they're very very nice. They came straight out of the Bushlight catalog uh, along with the other stuff that we have to give away. We have lanyards, koozies, I, I don't know, there's a bunch of shit in there. So, that's the plan is the Beehive Sports Podcast 5 Days of Christmas. So, watch for that post Saturday is when it'll be going up. That's when you can begin sharing it and we'll we'll do a, like a deadline cutoff of uh, sometime Tuesday morning. I don't know. I'll, I'll figure that out. That'll be in the post too. And we'll go from there. So we'll get some winners and get some, some Christmas goodies out to people. Uh, I think that's pretty much it for, for the giveaway. I'm, I might be missing. I feel like I'm missing something. I was going to say something and now I can't remember what it was. 
Tori says, don't be fooled and think it's a fanny pack. It does, it does kind of look like a fanny pack. That you can fit six beers in, though, so that's a win. Andy? Put good, good on the golf course. It wouldn't be bad on the golf course. I mean, aren't so, fanny packs kind of coming back? I, th- I think they are back. Like, for those who are into, you know, trends and stuff that's back, that's not me personally. But what are you drinking there? Old-fashioned. <laughs> I got work tonight, so I can't. Natasha in the comments says Bill's got Beasley back. Absolutely. We'll get to that here in uh, the NFL uh, segment here in a short bit. Colosimo, what about PIAA NIL? Yes, it's been approved. I'm waiting for Sketty on that because him and I have some decisions to make. Might be might be throwing out an, an NIL deal, deal here or there. I don't know. Who knows? We shall see. All right. Got big plans this weekend, Andy? Just finishing up for Christmas, you know, getting ready. Did you get your shopping done? I'm done. Got to wrap a couple last-minute things, ready to rock and roll. I did mine in two hours the other day, and Devin yelled at me because she doesn't understand how I can do that. But it's, I think it's just a guy thing when it comes to shopping, is it not? It's Yeah. I mean, Amazon deliver it to my door. And hell, I don't even got to wrap it these days. They wrap it for you, too? Some, if you ask, I think there's an option that they'll actually wrap it inside the box. Did you see you can like you? They ran a program where you could tip your driver. Yeah, and then but the, it went so well that they ended it, which doesn't make any sense to me. If it's going well, why wouldn't you keep doing it? Were they mad that drivers were getting more money? Yeah, probably because Amazon wants to take a stipend from their driver tips. That's probably true. As if that uh, dude doesn't make enough. Like he makes yeah, like he what does. is it like a. 500,000 a second or something stupid yeah, like that. He doesn't 50,000 a second. No, he doesn't. The fact, that, the fact that you can get divorced, she takes 50% and you're still like the third or fourth richest man ought to tell you something. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So, oh, I remember what I was going to say next week, the plan tentatively. So I don't know. Don't go all, getting all excited, but the plan is we, we promised a bonus show. We might be delivering two bonus shows because the plan for, the weekly show is going to be Tuesday, 10 a.m. That's the plan so far. We know how that's been going the last few weeks, but we're, we're being flexible. Uh, bonus show Thursday is another plan. That one's subject to change. But in that, uh, I recorded an interview this morning with a guy named Ray Rushel, which you may not have heard of him. Uh, he's not extremely well known, but he's kind of getting there, game, gaining some notoriety. He's a 49-year-old D3 college football player. Wow. Yeah, North Dakota State College of Science. Science? Yeah, science. Uh, what position sir, does he play? Nose tackle. It's a tough <laughs> job at 49 years old. Can he get out yeah. of bed the next morning? Uh, he, Dude, so... I'll give you, I'm just, I don't want to ruin it because we're going to play on the bonus show next week. We have, a, uh, it's going to be different. Like we're not running the same format we normally do. Like it's going to be, we have a couple of topics that are going to be a little lengthy. We're going to talk about them and then we're going to take a one long commercial break. So all of our commercials that play throughout the show will play in the middle. And then after that is when the interview, we're going to pop the interview up and that'll play. So it's previously recorded, but, um, 
So this guy's schedule, he works midnight to 8 a.m., then goes to team lifting, then goes to class, gets home in the afternoon, late afternoon, sleeps for about an hour, goes to football practice, then comes home, showers, sleeps for a few more hours, and goes back into work at midnight. don't even know what to say to that that dude's a beast yeah he is he is a beast so i talked to him today for quite a while and then we recorded an interview great guy he's uh he's actually originally from washington pa so he's somewhat local to i mean he's on our side of the state uh he doesn't live there anymore he you know north dakota is where he's at but uh really cool dude just down to earth guy and and very humble uh because you know for what he's been doing and the attention he's been gaining uh he was on college game day the weekend of Veterans Day, they had him on College Game Day. did a did a short story about him on there. Uh, just he's just cool. He's a cool guy. So that'll be next week also. But uh, all right, let's get moving into local shoutouts. Again, like I said, these are probably a week behind uh, because you know we've been hit or miss with shows, unfortunately, the last couple of weeks. But we're, we're we'll play catch up. Uh, so quick shout out. Warren Jr. middle hitter Kylie Fellman and Jr. libero Summer Lux earned Class 3A Pennsylvania Volleyball Coaches Association All-State Honors. So shout out to Kylie and Summer for that. Uh, Chase Kyler, Colin Brown, and Trenton Mead each finished fourth in their respective weight classes. A.J. Barnes uh, and Matt Lubdell also brought home medals, and that's for Sheffield winning the Hickory Invitational Tournament December 2nd and 3rd. Youngsville boys basketball won the forest tip-off tournament uh, finals, beating Venango Catholic 62-30. And Warren boys basketball beat Brookville and, and uh, became the turn. Or I'm sorry, they beat Union 75-45, winning the Brookville tip-off tournament. So two two uh two of the four local high schools winning their tip-off tournaments. That's pretty cool for us down here in Warren County. Erie, uh, Andy's in Erie. I don't know if anybody ever knew that. Has that ever been mentioned? Like, was that mentioned when you guys were? So, like, local shout-outs to you, you're like, I have no fucking idea who you're talking about? Yeah, pretty much. I'm always like, oh, it's... I have no idea who those people are, what school right. that is. But... <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. The four, four local schools, Youngsville, Warren, Eisenhower, Sheffield, two of those four won their... The boys' basketball won their tip-off tournament, so... And shout out Parks Ordway for winning the tournament MVP in the Brookville tip-off tournament. So, all right. Just wanted to fly through that because we're going to have to play catch up on local shout outs here before too long anyways. Uh, it's just, there's like three games a week now, four, five, six games throughout the whole, all the schools. So it's hard to keep track of everything. Let's get into buzzing and buzzkill. Andy, besides the old fashion, what's got you buzzing this week? What's got me buzzing uh, is the New York Yankees keeping Aaron Judge. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I thought for a while there he was headed out of town. San Francisco basically opened up their pocketbook and said, what's it going to take? Um, I'm glad the Yankees got a deal done with him. He's, you know, he is that franchise right now. Uh, there's talks within the organization that he might become the first captain since Derek Jeter. So, you know, the, the contract, it's lengthy. I don't know if I 100% agree with all of it. I mean, he's going to be 31 when the season starts pretty much, and it's a nine-year contract. I mean, is the guy really going to be producing that way at 40? I doubt it. But, yeah. 
you know, in the short term, love it. Glad he's back. Hopefully they, they put that C on him and uh, he can carry us to the playoffs and then we can lose to your beloved Astros every year again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... All right, uh, what's got me buzzing? The University of Virginia, they gave diplomas out to the families of Devin Chandler, Lavelle Davis Jr., and Deshaun Perry. Uh, they were the football players who were shot and killed by a former teammate. Uh, what was that, a couple weeks ago now, two or three weeks ago now? Uh, so I thought it was badass that University of Virginia did that. They honored them by giving them, you know, sending diplomas to the family, making them honorary graduates of university of virginia so i just i thought that was cool something to note uh uh what's killing your buzz andy kill my buzz is you know the team on the chest here the new york giants just did, i mean we're one four and one in our last six games you know starting seven and two or just not trending in the right direction you know in december football I, am i 100 percent surprised no i think this was the giants team we all thought we were going to get at the beginning of the year. I don't think anyone thought we were going to be seven and two, but you know, we control our own fate. Depends which way you look at it. I mean, our remaining schedule, you could look at it good or bad. I mean, we got commanders, Vikings, Colts, and then the Eagles to finish it out with the Eagles clinching. I highly doubt week 18 Eagles play anybody, but uh, you know, Vikings, who knows? So still a chance. We're still in the hunt, but man, they're, killing me over the last six weeks yeah i think you kind of nailed it too though that that the the seven and two mark that the giants reached was like just so far beyond anybody's expectations like there, there couldn't have been one person on the planet who was like oh yeah for no, sure there'll be seven and two yeah you know they're talking dable coach of the year at seven and two now they're talking you know what does he even deserve it and yeah it, this team was never supposed to be where they were as a fan great but this is more reality. I think um, we're banged up too. It's not helping anything Just extremely banged up in the secondary. We have no receivers. Saquon can't do it all. Yeah. I think uh, that we'll look back on this conversation in a couple years though. And, and think like they're, I think that they will be a good football team here in a couple years. Like they're not, they got a lot of young guys. They do need to address some positions, like specific positions, and they have time to do that. Uh, you know, as far as you know, couple, next couple off seasons and whatnot. But yeah, I, I I think you nailed it with where they were was a surprise to everybody. Where they are now is more kind of what everybody thought they would be. Uh, what's killing my buzz? Well, this is ironic. Aaron Judge. <laughs> <laughs> Nine-year contract worth three hundred and sixty million. It's a record for a position player, 40 million average annual value. Uh, it's a lot of money to pay a guy to watch the Astros in the World Series every year. I just don't know how, uh, if that's to ease the pain. Is that why the Yankees did that? Were they like, hey, you know, you you carry your weight all season long. Uh, we deserve to pay you so that you can go on a really, really nice vacation uh, during, you know, late October. So, do you think that that had anything to do with it? Probably not. Huh? No, I think a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, I mean, you know, the New York fans pressure the organizations on all sides. It doesn't matter which sport you're talking about. And I think they saw that. I, I don't know. I, I'm with you in a, in a sense. I, 
I hate big contracts. I, I hate them in any sport. I think these guys get paid. I see, you know, Joe Colosimo even kind of said it in the comments, you know, a year and a half dead weight after that. I feel like that's a lot of guys in these massive contracts in any sport. I hope judge is different, but we'll, we'll see. Sherman says true or false. Aaron judge will never win a title in those nine years. I'll leave that to the Yankee fan to answer. Cause you already know what I'm going to say. Sherm. I say Joe, Joe says true. I say false. I, you know, <laughs> they're there. They, they, they got the staff. We know they're going to make more moves in the off season. I mean, this was the big one to start and they'll just, they'll be the typical Yankees. We're going to pay somebody to come in and, we're going to pay to beat the Astros. I think that's what they're striving for, but they have to, I mean, yeah, get, I mean, that's, get, I can see him it. getting one, getting at least yeah. one in those nine years. Yeah. It, they it'd were, be hard. Even as a Yankee hater, like it'd be hard for me to sit here and with a straight face and be like, no, he never will. He absolutely could. I mean, there's, there's a, they're just too good every They're in the mix every year. One of the years it's going to go their way. Uh, what it's going to take. I don't know if it's, yeah, buying more players or change coaching change, which is kind of something that I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I could see that happening. I mean, Boone has been successful in the regular season, but yeah, you're you're the Yankees. You, you don't put a ring on that finger, and we don't care. Yeah, that's kind of that's been my kind of thing with him. Like, I don't know, the last five six years, I just don't know that he's the guy who's going to get him there. It just seems like I don't know if he tenses up. It's, they, the players just don't look like they're playing as loose. The coach just seems a little more high strung. Of course he is. It's playoffs. Like I get that. I'm not saying like he should just treat it like it's nothing. It's any other game because you can't, it's almost impossible, but it just doesn't seem like the pressure, the pressure becomes too big for Aaron Boone in that, in that moment. I don't know if that's, that's my kind of take on it, but, but while we're speaking of shitty contracts, Carlos Correa. So the giants swing and miss, with judge and just dump how I don't, I didn't even write how much it was. I know it's astronomical contract to Korea, which is crazy to me because as he's been good, he's been really good, but he's never really been great. And I don't, I just don't see that much money being him being worth that much money at, at all. I it shows how much I pay attention to Carlos Correa. I, didn't even know he played for the twins this year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I had no idea. He, he got, he got a 13 year, 350 million. I mean, so as far as the years go, he's young. Right. I, the 13 is fine. I mean, he's yeah. I mean, but, I mean I'd say it's still probably too many, but like nine would have made more sense with him. I would think, but although he's, uh, he's how old 20, is he? He's 28. So I mean, 13 oh, he's 28. Yeah, so well, I, I guess, guess yeah, yeah he's I mean, should... 40, 41 when his contract's up. Yeah, you're right. Cause that's, he was, uh, he came up in like 17 or 16, one of the two. So yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I just, his, his numbers, he hasn't really made any, like gotten over any huge humps number wise. Uh, strong arm at short, but I don't know. I just, too much. All right. You ready to talk some NFL? always all right let me cue cue up the reality overreaction so you're my skeddy today i read easy, them you react easy shoes to fill but <laughs> uh, all 
right, here we go. Reality over reaction. Jalen Hurts is the MVP frontrunner. Wearing a Giants shirt. I can't wait to hear your answer on this one. I'm a true NFL fan, even though I hate the Eagles. I say this is a reality. Jalen Hurts is that team right now. I mean, the dude has been playing solid every week. I don't really know who else has played at his level as consistently all year long. I mean, you could argue Patrick Mahomes. You could argue Josh Allen. But they've both had some off weeks, and Hurts just is consistent. I think he's the best player on that team right now. It's probably pretty easy with A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Miles Sanders behind you, a solid defense. But I'm not sure who else beats him out right now. I think he has to be the front runner. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think you're dead on. I mean, he he's just been consistent. And that's what it comes down to with that award. Uh, because it really is its the statistically the best quarterback. That's what that award should be called. And, and that we talked about that like three, four weeks ago when Tua was on a real hot streak. Uh, and we saw what the Dolphins were like without Tua. Lost, you know, what, one or two games in a row. And then Tua comes back and they're kind of like back on track winning football games. And that's, if it's most valuable player, then wouldn't it, you know, it to me it's the guy who, if you take him away from that team, what's that team like? If that team sucks, then that means, you know, that's just my... That's what I believe the award should be when you say most valuable player. But clearly, the way this award has gone is it's statistically the best quarterback. That's who wins this award. Yeah, 100% agree with you. It, it, Whatever quarterback's the best is going to win the MVP, but I agree. I mean, you, there's plenty of players around the league. I mean, Stefan Diggs, Justin Jefferson, Tyree Kill. I mean, you take those guys out of those teams, they're probably nobody, especially the Vikings. You take Jefferson out of that lineup, that, that team is oh, nothing. Yeah. Yeah, but you know it's yeah. Whatever quarterback's the best, and it's hurts right now. All right, reality or overreaction? The Chiefs won't get home field advantage in the playoffs. Oof. Um. Without really looking at the AFC stats off the top of my head, I, I say reality. Um, I think what Bills are are Bills number one seed currently right now. Right now. Um, yeah, you know, I don't know what you know. I know they got the Dolphins coming into town this weekend, which isn't going to be an easy game, but it sounds like it could be an awful snowy one up there again. Yeah, I, I would say reality. I think the Bills can hold them off long enough, and Chiefs will be coming to Buffalo. I hope you're right. However, if you look at the remaining schedules, it's definitely favorable because right now, uh both teams 10 and 3 with Buffalo getting the one seed because they have the head-to-head so if you if it comes down to winning out they you know they both have to win out then the Chiefs have the easier path Buffalo has Miami this week then Chicago but then they go to Cincinnati on a Monday night Mm, so and then the Patriots again but so I mean much tougher I, I can't remember exactly who like the Chiefs have uh, Texans this week, and I know they still have the Broncos and Raiders left, and there's one other team in there. I can't remember who it is, but an easier path goes to Kansas City. Hopefully, Buffalo just wins out, controls their own destiny, and and that's to be the first time the Chiefs have been... They've played like five straight games against Kansas City in Kansas City, which is ridiculous, but reality or overreaction, 
Watson doesn't make the Browns any better. <laughs> is this even a question? I, I have a feeling I know your answer. This is 100% reality. I, I'd put Jacoby Brissett right back in there. They at least won some games, looked decent. This, I agree with you in all the you know, past shows about Deshaun Watson. I mean, the dude, sure, two years ago when he was playing, give me Deshaun Watson all day long, but no. It's, he doesn't do anything for the Browns except drain their pocketbook. That's what it's been so far. Now, we're only two, through two games. Uh, he hadn't played in like 700 days, so, you, you know. But, yeah, I, I think the Browns are in a position where, well, financially, obviously, but they want him to get to game speed, take him into camp next year. Like, they're playing for next season right now. They, they know that. Uh, there's no there's really no other thought process that can be going through their heads. I wouldn't think, but, uh, I, I think it's too early to call that. He's not going to work out at all, but right now just looks really, really bad. Like a, an expensive, a very, very fully guaranteed mistake. Cause <laughs> that's what the contract was. I mean, they gave him, he's, he's getting every last dollar, no matter what happens. Yeah. That, it's the Browns being the Browns again. I think when I was on with Skeddy, he, you know, we talked about it. Run the football. You got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, and you're going to try to throw it. Like, just turn around and hand it off. I agree. Reality or overreaction? The Bengals are the team to beat in the AFC. Ooh. Um,. I'm going to go over reaction. They, they're hot right now. Um, but I think we saw at the beginning of the year, what can happen to them. Uh, you know, they're, well, I think they got mixing back maybe, but you know, chase coming back. I think this is a little bit of a reaction. I mean, they got, the, they got the chiefs number, but what are they going to do if they run into the bills? You know, I well, guess we'll find out. I'll find, we'll out, find out, out Monday in a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, ask me this question again in a couple weeks, I guess. But <laughs> I say right now, overreaction. They're they're hot right now, but the AFC has since the start of the year, and I think it continues to flow through either Kansas City or Buffalo. Reality overreaction. After a great start, Tua has come crashing back down to earth. Reality. Um, I think that dude's still screwed up in the head a little bit from earlier in the year, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, he, he's got enough weapons around him. I mean, Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddell, but uh, this is a reality. I think this was kind of like the Giants. I think this was more of the two I think people thought we were going to get, not the two that we had. He has potential. He's not bad. It's just this is the more normal Tua. So I was listening uh... – I was listening to GR. It's like the only radio show I listened to is Howard and Jeremy or the extra point show. And um, they were talking about, which I didn't realize this, that statistically the dolphins have one of the worst short pass games uh, in the league. And that just blows my mind with two or with having waddle. And like, I know you want to stretch the field with your fast guys, but also don't you kind of, semi-often dump it to him quick let him you know in space let him do their thing like i want to give tyreek the ball with nobody near him and let him let them try to come to him right isn't that kind of what you want to do with a guy like him 
Yeah, and I feel like that's what the Chiefs did with him when they could. I mean, Kelsey kind of, you know, if Kelsey went long, Tyreek was across the middle and let the guy. I mean, underneath, you know, yeah. Odell, Odell was the same way for the Giant. It just let those guys do what they do. That guy's so fast. That, that fumble recovery. That was stupid. What, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Uh, reality overreaction. The 49ers can win a Super Bowl with Brock Purdy. Oh, Skeddy would love this. Um, I go reality. That, uh, and it's not Brock Purdy. That defense in San Francisco is unreal. They are, I, I haven't really watched them that much this year. Watched them, what, this past weekend. That defense is insane. I think Purdy does enough. He doesn't have to do it all. You got Christian McCaffrey. Debo going down doesn't help your cause, but you still got CMC. You got Kittle. I think Brandon Ayuk is a solid number two who's going to take into that number one role. I think they can do it. I think the kids, what's he got to lose? <laughs> this kid's just out there playing ball. He, he really is. I mean, because, you know, that's still in everybody's eyes that's Trey Lance's team you know Garoppolo's the sure thing gonna I would say gonna be gone after this season uh so what's Brock Purdy have to lose other than just play ball show show the world what he can do you know because Mr. Irrelevant I don't think anybody you know when you put him in you're like oh great here goes this 49ers season and nobody's giving him credit but with that defense you know what do you got to score 10 13 points yeah. a game i mean you ain't yeah. gonna score much yeah all right uh let's see here reality overreaction cole beasley will help get the bills offense back on track overreaction i think the bills need i've said it from day one and i know you disagree and i the bills got to run the ball I think you got to run. I think James Cook could be a player if you give him the damn ball. Um, Allen's going to get hurt. He's luckily he hasn't yet. To I mean, what didn't he hurdle somebody this past weekend again? Like yeah, it's always he does that a lot. I think it's going to get hurt. I think you got to run the ball. Beasley's going to help, but I, I don't. I don't think it gets him on track to where they were to the start of the season. See, I, I, and this is. I mean, I'll get called a homer for this all day, and that's fine. But I think this is reality. Cole Beasley has been Josh Allen's safety net the last three years. He wasn't there this year. They the Isaiah McKenzie experiment at slot has been just a utter failure. He is inconsistent, doesn't get open a lot. When he does, he has a lot of drops. Uh, I just I think that this is going to help their offense immensely once he's game ready. And for the record, they have been running the ball and they have been running the ball successfully, and they haven't been putting up as many points as they did when they were throwing the ball all over the place. So it's funny to listen to people, like not not you, but like a lot of Bills fans who for the first six weeks were like, man, we need a run game, we need a run game. And then all of a sudden they start running the ball and they're having some success and they're not scoring as many points because they're controlling the clock longer, the drives are longer, you know, it's just the way the game of football goes. And now they're all bitching. Our offense doesn't look good. It doesn't look great. I don't know what to do, which it hasn't been. The past game has been bad. Uh, and that's, you know, if it's Allen's elbow, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But I do think that Beasley being underneath, always just being able to find a spot to sit and be open, I think it's going to be a huge help for Buffalo. 
and uh, I'm excited that he's back. Very excited that he's back. Yeah, you know, I, I can I can see it. I mean, I think yeah. Hunter just commented. I I agree with yeah. that. Beasley is that gentleman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, last one. Reality or overreaction? Baker can become the Rams' long-term answer at QB. Overreaction. I think Baker's done. I think he's a solid fill-in, a solid backup. But I don't. I don't. He's just. It's kind of like Brock Purdy almost. It's like, how what do you got to lose? You got dumped by the the Browns. You got dumped by the Panthers. Like, you might as well just go out there and play ball. But uh, he's not their long-term answer. I think the Rams got to rebuild. If they have any money, I don't know. I don't think they got any money, but yeah, no, they have no money and no draft capital for like ever. Uh, My brain works really weird when it comes to Baker, but I still have not given up on him. (laughs) I don't know why I can't let go of Baker Mayfield. And I don't know why I just, I think if he's put in the right spot, whether that be with McVay, I don't know, but I just have this feeling that Baker can turn this thing around. Uh, and we'll see. Uh, probably not, but I just I'm I'm hanging on to hope. I think that he can he can make it work somewhere, sometime, and everybody will, you know, who once hated him will continue hating him, and those who supported him will say, "I told you so." All right, real quick, we're not going to get too much into bowl season. It does start tomorrow though, which is exciting. I love bowl season because it's like, hey, uh, I work nights tonight, so if I wake up. I only sleep a couple hours when I get home. I wake up, bam, 11 a.m. There's a college football bowl game on Friday. No reason, no particular reason, just random day, random time, bowl game. There's another one at like 3 o'clock, I think. I don't remember the times, but I love bowl season just because background noise. It's great background noise. You turn on, you know, whatever game's on, you're doing shit. It's cool. Uh, TCU Michigan opens at Michigan minus 8, Ohio State and Georgia. Georgia minus seven. Who do you like in those games? Obviously, we they, they aren't taking place for fucking three weeks, but uh, what do you like here? I like Michigan over TCU. Um, I just think Michigan's a better team all the way around, and being a ex-New Yorker and a current Pennsylvanian, I cannot stand Ohio State. I can't stand anything to do with them. I <laughs> I hate everything about them. So whoever's playing Ohio state, I cheer for, I could care less who it is. It could be Appalachian state. I'm going to cheer for them. So, um, <laughs> you know, I think you it's going to be a good game, but you're a Syracuse guy, aren't you? I, I am. Yeah. We, we started strong and did not finish well, but we got the pinstripe bowl, which yeah, is you nice. got a bowl game. Yeah. We came bowl eligible. We got the pinstripe bowl. So we kind of keep it in New York, but yeah, Georgia all the way. And when I was a kid growing up, I actually loved Michigan. I loved Charles Woodson eras of the world. So, I so you think little... it's going to be? Wasn't that the championship last year, Georgia and Michigan? Yeah, yeah. So a repeat. Yeah, I mean, it, part of me is you know I like the little bit of the underdog story. I mean, TCU kind of came out of nowhere, I think, this year in college football. So I don't mind if they beat Michigan. Right. Um, as long as it's not Ohio State or Alabama. Yeah. So any of those three team, any of those three teams look good as long as it's not Ohio State, right? It, exactly. Or Alabama, so, who's not in the playoffs anyway. Yeah, so yeah, they're playing K State. I think is what they got. Sugar Bowl or something, maybe. I can't remember. But all right. So here's the deal, because we're skipping a couple segments. We are going to take a 
kind of extended commercial break. Uh, and we'll be back with the things that sting. We're going to be going right into that. So hang around. Whenever you crack open a bush light, the mountain starts singing. It's cold and it's smooth and it's waiting for you. What is going on? Hit it, giant Kenny G. It's so smooth. It's full of mountains of bush like beer. Hungry? Watching the game? Order some Napoli's pizza voted the best pizza in the Times Observer Reader's Choice every year. Homemade, hand-tossed, delicious hot pizza, stroboli, salads, subs, and so much more. Located in North Warren, come on in or call 814-723-7455 and ask about our specials. Pickup or delivery available 7 days a week, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Again, that's 814-723-7455. Hi. This is Brian Hagberg, and I wanted to take a moment to tell you about our new website, YourDailyLocal.com. Your Daily Local is your new home for news, sports, and events in Warren County and beyond. Our goal is to cover the people, places, events, and happenings that matter to you in a variety of ways, including writing, video, and audio. And the best part? All of our content is available for free. Head to YourDailyLocal.com to get the news you need when you need it. Hey there, everyone. This is Phil with JP Photography. I know, I know. A photography ad on a sports show? I get it. You're here for sports talk and listening to Joe and Sketty's insane rambling. Wait, what? But bear with me for a few. I just want to tell you that JP Photography not only offers wedding photography, but also does events, engagements, headshots, family photos, and even some product photography. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for JP Photography or go directly to our website at johnphilphotography.com. That's J-O-N-P-H-I-L photography.com. He's at Jones Pest Control, your hometown pest control company servicing residential and commercial properties in Warren and surrounding areas since 2015. Sean and his crew will work tirelessly to keep your home or business free of insects to rodents and everything in between. Contact Jones Pest Control at 814-230-9548 and set up an appointment today. And remember... Ants, spiders, bees, or mice, don't think twice. Call Jones Pest Control, 814-230-9548. Checkout means sales and services with two locations on Warren's east side. Their garage at 800 Lexington Avenue not only services cars sold by means, but has knowledgeable staff and modern state-of-the-art equipment waiting to serve their hometown of Warren. Whatever you need, including alignments, tires, brakes, yearly or enhanced PA inspections, oil changes, and much more. Make your appointment today at 814-723-7191, extension 2. It's now time for the things that sting, the worst stories in sports, according to Joe. 
Things to Stings, powered by Jones Pest Control. Ants, spiders, bees, or mice. Don't think twice. Call Jones Pest Control at 814-230-9548. That's 814-230-9548. All right. So, a lot to get to here. Uh, former Bills punter, Matt Ariza. That's what we're going to start with. Jeez, I don't think I did all my banners for this either. Rushed. Rushed today. Yeah, I didn't. That's okay. I got a few of them done. Uh, former Bills punter Matt Arises. We talked about him. Punt God, uh, who, as he was known, he will not be criminally charged after he was accused in a civil suit. Hold on. This music sucks. You agree? I, it, I didn't want to say anything, but yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> your, your show. <laughs> yeah, that, that wasn't cool. That, what was that one called? Feeding the ducks or into space? I can't remember. Can I delete it? Yeah. Removed. Officially removed from the playlist. We'll go with night driving. These are preloaded, by the way. Like, I didn't make these. Like, they're just preloaded in the StreamYard program. So, you get what you get, you know? Just need a uh, well, I can't, like, play anything that's copyrighted. Like, all the, you know, like, I can't play, like, can't have Eminem banging behind me while we're while we're discussing football because he could sue and i don't know what the hell he'd get i could give him a case of be wouldn't wouldn't get set, much set up set a bush light cornhole board yeah, maybe. yeah he, he could really fuck up the five days of christmas um all right anyways matter Isa will not be criminally charged after he was accused in a civil suit in august of participating in a gang rape and false imprisonment of a 17 year old girl the San Diego County District Attorney's Office announced on Wednesday, quote, ultimately, prosecutors determined it is clear the evidence does not support the filing of criminal charges and there is no path to a potential criminal conviction, the DA's office said in a press release. Prosecutors can only file charges when they ethically believe that they can be proven beyond a reasonable doubt. So what that means for him, I don't know. The civil suit will continue, but... I still don't think uh, he's probably on the no touch list at this point, right? He's a punter. Nobody really cares uh, enough to to give him a chance. Like Deshaun, you know, former star quarterback, the NFL will look the other way on certain things. Well, at least the Browns organization will, uh, and still bring him in. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I guess wait and see what happens if he's cleared. What what if he's going to settle the civil suit? Or are they taking it to court? I, I, who knows? So none of that was announced. So we'll just, you know, keep our ears open for that. But no criminal charges for Matt Ariza. Uh This is where I do have a couple banners. Do you have something you wanted to say? You wanted to add? No, I, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I, I think he's probably done. I mean, he's a punter. It's not like he's going to change the game, you know, drastically for anybody. And I just think there's too much baggage to deal with. But yeah, you never yeah. know. Yeah. He gets cleared of everything, settles the suits. He's good to go. Yeah, hell, I mean, maybe the Browns will pick him up. <laughs> he fit right in. All right, uh, Mills Lane. Do you you know who Mills Lane is, right? Yeah, Did you see this celebrity death match? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, referee, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So famous, you know, boxing referee became a judge later. Uh, who he first rose to fame as a boxer, then a referee, then a Washoe County District Attorney and judge. He died. This would have been two Tuesdays ago now, uh, Tuesday morning in Reno, his son, Tommy Lane told RGJ 
that Lane died after being in hospice for the past week. Lane's health had been on decline since a stroke in 2002. He was 85 years old. Uh, yeah, celebrity death match. He was the uh, ref during the Hollyfield Tyson ear bite match. So, yeah, I mean, prominent guy. I always liked Mills Lane. Loved him in Celebrity Deathmatch, though. I mean, because yeah, that was where like, I remember him from. Well, that's like an our generation show, MTV show that like, you know, we would we would know what that is. Whereas like if we if you said that to like a group of 20 year olds right now, they'd probably have no idea what you're talking about. Right. Is that no, fair? That 100 percent. That would they would have no clue. They'd be like, oh, so there was yeah. a celebrity f- something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was could they do that show now in 2022 oh god no not violent yeah because they were like our, they were like ripping heads off and stuff right yeah, not with our cancel culture and all no not a chance yeah. we can't do anything I, correct all right this one's gross uh jalen kitna son of john kitna was arrested for child in a, in a child pornography case florida gators qb and 19 year old son of john kitna as i said he was booked on five separate charges Two counts of distribution of child exploitation material and three counts of possession of child pornography. Gainesville Police Department says it executed a search warrant on Wednesday at Jalen Kitna's Florida residence after it received a tip that a Discord user had distributed an image of child sexual abuse material through the social media messaging platform. An investigation revealed that the account belonged to Kitna. As part of the search warrant, Kitna's electronic devices were seized and they say they that an ensuing search revealed the Florida Gators football player was in possession of three additional images of child sexual abuse material. So disgusting one and two, that's one you don't rebound from. He's no. done for. Yeah, yeah he's he's he's, he's done. So it you do anything with children, it doesn't matter who you are. You're done. You're Correct. done in every aspect. I think I even I think maybe Skitty and I even taught me my my father's a retired correction officer in new york state and you know you get a child rapist child porn whatever in the prison system you you gotta lock them up 24 yeah, 7 oh, yeah you, the, you can't go in general, yeah can't go in general population yeah no this is he will not disgusting and won't make he, it out of there he's gonna have to go live in his father's basement the rest of his life uh a lot of the headlines for that said son of former star quarterback john kitna and that <laughs> I don't know if I consider him a star. That's what a lot of, a lot of people were like caught up with that headline and were like, wait, what? He's He was a star? At what point was that? Uh, so next up is our first and only Things That Sting Hall of Famer, Antonio Brown, had a warrant issued for his arrest. Police issued the warrant on a charge of domestic battery. It stems from an argument with his ex-fiance turned physical at his South Tampa home after he threw a shoe at her. Investigators said uh, that afternoon, that afternoon, police tried to serve the arrest warrant at the house, but no one opened the front door and officers left. A narrative written by the officer, so a police report is essentially what that is, went on to say that the victim's belongings were thrown out into the street, but by the time law enforcement arrived, she had gathered them all and put them in the driveway. The victim also noted that Brown has two guns inside the house. During the ordeal, police said Brown locked himself in the house while officers tried to speak with him. Investigators said Brown threatened to shoot her if she tried to enter the house. 
quote, the suspect placed an informal eviction notice on the door with 11-28-22 as the date showing the victim had seven days to gather her belongings and leave. The police report said, quote, the suspect continued throughout the incident to state that the victim had no right to be at the residence or even gain entry to it because she did not live there. The victim's ID has the listed address as her residence as of October 18th of 2022. The officer said after many failed attempts to convince Brown to allow her to gather her belongings, they advised the victim to spend the night elsewhere. According to police, the children were told they could go back inside the house, but they were afraid to. The next day, Tampa police filed a risk protection order against Brown, which can be issued if a person poses a significant threat or significant risk to themselves or others and has access to a gun. However, the judge denied the request. So that's essentially a PFA in Pennsylvania is what that would be called. But down there, they call it a risk protection order uh, in Florida. But uh, yeah, so and and this was like a couple weeks ago now. And I still haven't heard of that warrant being served. So I don't know if he's on lockdown in his house or what he's doing. But I mean, yeah. first of all, all it made me think of was Austin Powers. I mean, who throws a shoe? But um, yeah, <laughs> but I, this guy, these judges, I, somebody needs to just lock this guy up and get him off. I, I don't know. It, he needs a timeout. He does. Like, I, he needs some help. I, you know, I hope somebody could help him. I think he's a head case, but, you know, these judges not issuing and not granting the PFA, whatever you want to call it. It just. Which is it, shocking a, to me after he says. He, and, he, and he says the, he'll shoot her. Like, he said that. He said, if she comes in the house, I'm going to shoot her. Uh, and they still don't give the PFA, uh, which is shocking to me, but uh, whatever. I mean, it's. He, judges see things or perceive things differently and it's just the way our country works but all right these these are the yeah sadly these are a couple more stories two of them i don't have uh i don't have banners for but chris beard the head coach of texas basketball arrested early monday morning for allegedly strangling his fiance after austin police responded to a 911 call at the home in terrytown He was released Monday afternoon from Travis County Jail after paying a $10,000 bond. He is charged with felony three family violence. Uh, Beard's lawyer, Perry Minton, said he should have never been arrested, Minton told the newspaper. Uh, The complainant wants him released immediately and all charges dismissed. It is truly inconceivable. So, what we have here, a domestic violence case where 911 is called, right, by the victim. And the next day we have her saying, I want him released and the charges dropped. I can't even begin to tell you how frequently that occurs. I, I can only imagine in your line what, of work, what you oh, see with that heat, stuff. Heat of the moment. It's, I want him charged, which in Pennsylvania, if there's, uh, you know, like if we, res- if I respond to that call and she's got redness around her neck and she's saying, yeah, he strangled me. I couldn't breathe. He gets charged no matter what. It, even if she's like, I don't want him charged. It's in Pennsylvania. If there's recent fi- signs of injury during a domestic violence situation, you're getting arrested. Like there, and and that's not my choice. That's the law. Like we're following the law by by doing that. It, you have to be charged if you're in a domestic violence incident and 
you know, you put marks on somebody, uh, you break their nose, whatever it might be. Uh, in this case, you know, strangled somebody. So, yeah, it's uh, we'll we'll see how it shakes out. But uh, like, I always like reading the attorney's response to things because they're always, you know, my guy did not do this, and she wants the charges dismissed. Well, it's you know that's not a, always how it works, but that's what they have to say. Like, it doesn't. I'm not. I don't think he's dumb for saying that. He's doing his job, Perry Minton or whatever his name is, but. Yeah, so we'll, uh, he's currently suspended from Texas without pay. Like right, at, you know, right when we're getting close to conference play for college basketball too. So that's kind of big. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Last one, which is my least favorite of all of these, Mike Leach, Mississippi State football coach. Mike Leach dies Monday after complications related to a heart condition. Uh, he was 61 years old. Leach suffered what the university initially described in a news release as a personal health issue at his home in Starkville on Sunday, which required him to be airlifted to UMMC in Jackson, Mississippi, about 125 miles from Mississippi State. Mike Leach was the fucking man. I agree. He was like one of the coolest dudes you could ever like. I could read Mike Leach stories all day long. They're that great. Uh, Lincoln Riley's come out and told a few over the past couple days. Uh, one was when he, uh, Lincoln Riley was trying to play on his football team. And he came back, or he told Lincoln Riley, listen, if you want to come and work for me, you can, but you're never going to make it on this football team. Well, Lincoln Riley was all pissed off, left, came back couple days later after he cooled off and said okay i'll work for you and you know how'd that pan out <laughs> yeah pretty yeah. well for lincoln riley right because somebody else came from leach's program too oh right? bunch uh cliff i think kingsbury did uh, yeah i think Kingsbury. uh yeah there's a bunch he, his coaching tree is pretty pretty big but uh another good one about mike leach was another lincoln riley story where he said when he was an assistant and he's sitting in his office and his phone rings and Mike Leach answers his phone, starts talking to the guy and and he, he says, where are you calling from? And, you know, continues the conversation and they keep talking, keep talking, keep talking. Well, then at some point, like, and, and according to Lincoln Riley, a Mike Leach phone call would be like your average phone call if you're calling him on the phones like an hour and a half, like you're talking for a while. So he has this guy on, he's talking to this guy, talking to him. Well, then he loses. He's talking to the guy. Says, "Can you hear me? Can you hear me?" Well, he, they had lost reception, so he calls the guy back. Continues the conversation. Gets off the phone finally, and Lincoln Riley's like, "Who was that?" And he goes, "I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that guy called the wrong number." <laughs> <laughs> and he just kept him on the line that long. Like it's it's great. Like my he was just he was a beast. He was a great coach. Uh, always always fun to listen to in interviews if oh, you're bored yeah. just just youtube mike leach interviews if you want to laugh I, about some shit because he I was agree. great he's like you you know you click the article and you know artificial intelligence these days and your facebook feed and your instagram feed and you know, all your feeds are all these i watched some video they interviewed him about thanksgiving dinner and he went on about how he makes gravy and that's the only thing he makes but he doesn't really like gravy and i'm like what, what is happening yeah. he's on the field i mean this is the conversation like what are yeah. we doing yeah he he's he was always yeah he he would go 
uh, on about anything, anything you wanted to talk about, he'd talk about it. And it's just, he was, he great, was a good but... coach too. I mean, he yeah, was... he was. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he, a, he was well, a solid the, coach. The big thing under Mike Leach, obviously was his air attack, you know, throwing the football. But uh, if you look at numbers, like some of the best single season yards put up by a quarterback, uh, a sing an individual quarterback were under Mike Leach's watch. So it's, it's uh, interesting to read about, but great guy. It's too bad. Uh, I would say bet your mortgage on Mississippi State in the bowl game. I don't know if I'll do that. But... I would. That team That team has all sorts of motivation now to win that game for Mike. Uh, and and something, I mean, I know you're just getting into betting, but some, if anybody in the comments is into betting, they'll probably have my back on this. When it comes to college football, bowl season, betting, you look at motivational factors. That's the only thing you need to pay attention to. Look at uh, players opting out. That affects the morale of the whole team. And things like that is what you want to look at because uh, these bowl games are essentially meaningless, right? Except for the uh, playoff. Aside from the playoff, these bowl games don't mean shit. So that's what you need to find is which team has the drive. Why Why are they playing? What are they playing for? Who's playing? It's all about motivation. So just a, a hot tip if you're going into betting in uh, the bowl season this year, something to look for. And I think that Mississippi State has as much motivation as any team in, in the playoff right now. It's simply because of this taking place, uh, you know, I know a lot of people, you know how sports go. A lot of people will say, well, you know, they're, they're mourning the loss. They're upset. You know, they might not play that well. Find me a guy <laughs> who had a, a tragedy take place during the week and then go tell me how he did on Sunday or, or whatever, you know, day it might be. It's almost uh, just mutually exclusive or hand in hand, however you want to want to phrase it, that that, player usually plays out their ass yeah no it makes sense except for tom brady but that's because he knows everybody's happy that he's miserable if somebody like uh brett Favre when his dad passed away josh allen when his grandma passed away there's a you could i mean you could google that and find a million examples uh when things like that happen of guys who just play great but it's because everybody's like damn like they're you know you're supporting that in a sense that you want them to play well that night because they did have a bad week. And generally sports fans become good people in times of tragedy uh, somehow. All right. Do you got anything you want to add to this segment? Any, did I miss anything that you saw that you're like, Hey, we should talk about that. You know, I, I'd have to find it. And you know, there was something out there. It was another college. I don't know if it was football or basketball that the, cops approached the team told them not to go home because there was allegations against some of their players and the coach basically told them to pound salt and they got on the bus and left anyways i can't remember where it was i want to say it was like new mexico or something there was something and it was just recent i just saw the article the other day i can't say that i read a ton about it but there was something that they left Hmm. they were told not they were told not to if i find it yeah i'm not 
Yeah, I'll look for that too for next week because that that'd be something something to get into. Okay, uh, we're gonna take a break, much shorter break than the last one, and we will be back with uh, wrapping up the show with my hive and the three baggers. We got to review a couple weeks. We got nine picks this week because Andy's coming back with his. Uh, didn't you go zero and three? Yeah, you did. When you, I, I, warned, for I warned everybody that that day that don't take my picks because <laughs> it ain't gonna happen. I wanna, so we'll see what happens this week. All right, <laughs> all right, we'll t- we'll be right back. Blue Line Auto, located at 1606 Pennsylvania Avenue East in Warren, is locally owned and operated and is a family-run business specializing in vehicle sales and service. They offer state and safety inspections and general car repairs, including but not limited to brakes and rotors, tires, oil changes, batteries, starters, and alternators. They also offer vehicle undercoating prior to winter to help keep your vehicle protected. Currently, their hours are Monday through Wednesday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m., and Thursday and Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Call them today to schedule your next appointment at 814-230-9061. Your safety is their goal. Hi, this is Ryan Klein, the host of the new pop culture podcast, Me, Myself, and Rye. You can find me on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and several other platforms. Special guests, breakaway shows, bonus episodes, cold beers, and a whole lot more. So what are you guys and gals waiting for? Subscribe now to the Me, Myself, and Rye podcast on Spotify or wherever it is that you get your shows and start listening today. My High, Joe and Skeddy's very own world of sports. My Hive is presented by Blue Line Auto. For all your automotive needs, call Blue Line Auto at 814-230-9061 or stop in at 1606 Pennsylvania Avenue, Easton Warren. All right, three bagger. So, yeah, you scorched to an 0-3 when you... Uh, I wish I, I should have looked up those um picks that you had so we could go back and review them although we reviewed them the following week but uh so we have to review week 13 and week 14 week 15 will be my picks skeddy's picks and andy has three for you and then of course skeddy's bang bang niner gang lock of the week for tonight's game which he's not so, so i wasn't here to defend myself against you guys when I made my picks uh, when when you guys announced them for me, so I can't wait to get into Skeddy's picks. Yeah, All right. I beat you up a little bit, I think. You did beat me up, and I had a good week, too. So I was happy that you guys fucking talking shit, and then my picks do well. So week 13, we'll review mine first. I had Bills minus four at Pats. That was a cover. Broncos plus eight and a half. That was a cover. Texans plus seven. That was a loss, simply because the – uh, Brown's defense scored more than their offense did. That's week 13, of course. Sked, so I went two and one. Skeddy had Jets. Uh, let's see. He had the Vikings minus three covered. 
covered the Saints plus three and a half at the Bucks. Lost the Bengals. He took the he took the Chiefs minus two and a half at Cincinnati. Lost that one. And his lock of the week was Dolphins plus three, which was a loss. So week fourteen, Sketty Jets plus nine and a half with a cover uh, because of a stupid ass safety. Texans plus 16 and a half over Cowboys was a cover. Dolphins minus three at Chargers was a loss. I had my first losing week in like for a long time. It's been a while. Uh, went one and two. I had the Ravens plus two and a half covered at Steelers. Browns plus six and a half. Titans minus four and a half. Both lost. Sketty's last, where are we at here? Oh, these are Sketty's new picks. Okay, we don't want to say those yet. My notes are all fucked up. but And I don't, I didn't have Sketty's lock on here from last week. But um, who'd they play last week? Who'd the Niners play last week? The Dolphins. Oh, he Dolphins. picked, he picked, and he picked the Dolphins. Wait, wouldn't that have been two weeks ago? I don't know. Whatever. Either way, Sketty right now, 21 and 21. He pulls even after a two and one week. I dropped to 25, 15 and two. Still pretty solid. And I'll have to look to see what Sketty's locks of the weeks are at right now because I don't, I don't, I'm missing one here somewhere. But anyways, let's get into this week's picks. So we're going to start off with Andy. So I'm going to have to bounce around here. Uh, Oh, I didn't put your name on those two, but that's okay. All right, we're starting out. Andy's first pick, Colts at Vikings, minus four and a half. Vikings took a tough tough loss last week. I think they just they bounced back against the up-and-down Colts team heading into, you know, final few weeks of the season, a little tune-up game for the Vikings. I think they just steamroll the Colts. I think they, they cover that, no problem. My fear with this one is that there's no other games going on while this is being played. So all eyes, all eyes on Kirk cousins. Yeah, but it's a Saturday. So are people going to be too busy to not tune in? Cause they're like, Oh wait, there's football on Saturday or do the I true fans? know they're watching. Everybody's watching. So yeah, I mean, it's the Colts do stink. There's that. And you were right. They're coming off of a fucking beat down from the lions. So you'd think, yeah, it's a, it'd be a good bounce back game for him. But we'll see. We'll see how Kirk does in uh, when the lights are on. We know how that usually goes. All right, my first pick. I got the Lions plus one and a half at the Jets. Uh, Lions are grooving right now, and I just I like them getting points. Uh, they were favorites to beat the Vikings last week. I'm surprised they aren't favorites here. That's kind of strange to me, but that just tells me that Vegas really doesn't trust Minnesota. Um, which rightfully so, but yeah, I just, I'm liking the lions with the points you're at the jets. I don't think the jets have some extreme home field advantage here and they're just, they're, they're hitting their stride right now at the right time. Uh, big game, big playoff implications in this game too, for both teams. This is a, a must win for both. So I'm, you, you give me must win, grind it out, grit, uh, dirt, hate, anger i'm going dan campbell yeah i don't i don't disagree with this pick i guess i didn't really the only thing i would think i didn't look at the weather forecast in the city uh, you know with this storm that's rolling across right now it's gonna hit buffalo like i, I know like down here well you know too i mean it, you know 
what's the weather going to be like Sunday in New York? Is this, you know, Buffalo, Lions are used to, Lions are used to playing in a dome. Saturday, I know, I know Buffalo and, and uh, Miami's scheduled to be in snow. So, yeah, I'd just be curious, you know, the Lions coming out of a dome playing outside in the Meadowlands, is that going to affect them a little bit? But yeah, we'll see. All right. Uh, this one doesn't have your name on it because I forgot to put your name, but it is yours. Chiefs minus 14 at Texans. You know, like you said earlier, I'm a little new to betting, and I have always stayed away from these large spreads, but it seems like they pan out. So I'm a, I, I'm just going to take a chance. I mean, Chiefs, the Texans are garbage. They're just they're, terrible. Although they took, the Cowboys, they took the Cowboys for a run last week. I was definitely cheering for them. But if Sketty was here right now, he would say that's because the Cowboys are trash. Well, they are. I I. You know, I rip on Skitty, but when it comes to the Cowboys, him and I agree on that. So <laughs> I just, you know, I think the Chiefs just steamroll them. I think it's like a, you know, a tune-up game. And the Chiefs have to win. I mean, they can't sit their players. I mean, they're still fighting it out with the Bills. So they, they got to take every win they can get, and they're just going to pile it on. All right. All right, my second one. Where's that here? Steelers at Panthers minus two and a half. I don't care if Mitch Trubisky or Mason Rudolph are playing quarterback. Neither one of them is good. Uh, Kenny Pickett had this team at least playing a little bit of, uh, you know, what's what's the word I'm looking for? He They were a little bit of inspired football. They were playing hard. Uh, and I just think when he went down, it, it, you know, red zone turnovers started happening, bad decisions by the quarterback. Trubisky stinks. Mason Rudolph stinks because he couldn't beat out Trubisky for the number two spot. Uh, Panthers have hope to make the playoffs still because that division is just so fucking bad. So they're at home. I I just like them win this game by a field goal. All they need to do. uh, And I I could see them doing that. So I'm, I'm riding the Panthers minus two and a half. All right, Andy, your last one here. Patriots plus one at the Raiders. Raiders love to just blow leads and lose by two or three points. So um, that is true. I, I I think the Patriots are not a bad team. It's it's Bill Belichick. You can't bet against them. I don't think hardly ever when it comes to it. But I, it's going to be a close game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout one side or the other. But I mean, how many games have the? If you look at the Raiders, they've lost what like five or six games by like three or four points. Mm-hmm. I mean, they love to have a first half lead and then get their butts kicked in the second half and, and just blow it. What I like about this pick is that it's Belichick versus McDaniel. And who's going to win? Who wins that chess match? Belichick all day long. Well, I think McDaniels might maybe try to retire or not take the coaching job before the game because he is afraid <laughs> of Belichick. It could be. They won't fire him, though, because they're broke and they have to pay him, is what I read. Whether that's true or not, I don't know, but... All right, that was Andy's last pick, so we have those all through. I got to do my last one, and then we'll get to Skeddy's. Cards at Broncos, minus three. Uh, It's going to be a battle of the backup quarterbacks, so I'm just taking the home team here. Uh, I don't think Russ is playing, but I don't know that. Maybe he is, actually. Without looking, I still took the Broncos. Uh, Colt McCoy, yikes. Playing at mile high, yikes. There's just a lot to a lot to like about the Broncos in this game. Cardinals are having like their GM or somebody just stepped down. Coaches are getting fired. There's just a lot of weird shit happening in Arizona. Whether it be 
because of um hard knocks mid-season hard knocks is that like stirring up some drama there i don't know it's just a just a thought to throw out there it's not something that i'm like fully believing or anything but they they've had they had another coach step down or get fired and then they had their gm i think it came out today that he is is stepping down from his position uh to deal with like personal matters or something i don't know it was it's very odd just a lot of weird shit going on in that organization I think Cliff Kingsbury's on his way out the door. Give me the Broncos minus three. Yeah, I could see it. I mean, I think Broncos played fairly well last week versus the Chiefs, right? If I mean, Russell they, Wilson doesn't get hurt, man, I don't know that they the Chiefs win that game. Yeah, he I mean, he actually looked like Russell Wilson last I, week. I only know that because I played against Jerry Judy in a must-win fantasy game and got freaking just annihilated. I'm like, this dude hasn't done anything. <laughs> had a had a game for sure. Yeah. All right, let's get to Skeddy's picks. He's riding the Bengals because he's uh, – well, actually, I think this is more – I don't know if this is more riding the Bengals or just going against the Bucks because they're so fucking bad. But I'm going to say a little bit of both. But I'm going to lean it's because the Bucks are playing so shitty. Um, Bengals are playing well, however, so I, I could see where he went with this pick. However, I would love to see the Bucks win this game because give the Bengals another loss, cool them off a little bit. So, uh, any thoughts on Skeddy's pick here? No, I can understand it. Bengals are hot. Bucks suck, but and I, you know, but it's Brady. Never count him out. So he went. He uh, chose. He's going head to head with you in this one. He likes the Texans plus fourteen hosting the Chiefs. I, I don't have any explanation for him here. Uh, Chiefs don't cover spreads a lot, though. So, I mean, there's that. They aren't great at covering sped, spreads. Does he think the Texans are some decent team because they almost beat the Cowboys? I mean, it's the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I would, we'll have to, I'll ask him next week when we, when we review the picks what his thought process was on that one. Of course, if they win, he'll just be like, what do you mean? Uh, or not win, not win, but if they cover 14, you know, he'll be like, yeah, great pick. I don't know what, you know, what you, why you would even question it. Oh, that's mine. Okay. Skeddy's last one. Dolphins plus seven at the bills on Saturday. I don't know if he does these just to try and get me riled up. I don't think he does because the bills haven't been covering. Well, they didn't cover last week. They covered the week before that. Uh, they didn't cover against the Lions. They didn't cover. I don't know if they covered against the Browns or not. I can't remember. But so I don't know. I, I, I don't know if he does this just to get get her eyes out of me or if he just thinks that the Bills don't cover spreads or he thinks the Dolphins will keep it close. It's a divisional game. It's two good teams. Uh, any of those would be acceptable answers, I guess. Yeah, I looked at this game when before I text you. I mean, this was one of the ones I was kind of back and forth on, too, and I think this comes down to the weather. I don't think there's any other way around it. If it really is going to snow as much as they are claiming it's going to, I, you know, who's going to win the ground game. And I guess, you know, I, I guess I said it earlier in the show, the bills don't run the ball, but they got Josh Allen who's can run the ball. Like, yeah, you know, and I think he, he's got the arm to still be able to throw it in this crappy weather or two a dozen. So eh, divisional game, like you said, it's going to stay close. Like this is, I, I don't know. 
I hope it doesn't. Way. I hope they blow the doors right off of the Dolphins and just put them in playoff purgatory, potentially. Three straight losses. That's going to be tough this time of year, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, it's prime time. Buffalo is going to be nuts. I know that. That place is going to be insane. A Saturday night home game. Oh, God, yes. I, I, I don't I don't want to be anywhere near yeah, near that better, place. But they better get all the Buffalo police officers oh, and they, uh, they can it's be ready to go because this place is going to be rocking. For sure. All right, Skeddy's last. Uh, Skeddy's bang, bang, Niner gang, lock of the week. He likes the Seahawks plus three and a half. Sometimes... I think that he does these ones because, well, the Seahawks always play the 49ers tough, which he complains about on a regular basis. But I don't think this is the case this week. I think the 49ers cover three and a half. I think they beat the shit out of the Seahawks. Yeah, I could see it. I think it's going to depend for the Seahawks if uh, Walker plays. If Walker doesn't play, uh, Kenneth Walker the third which yeah. I think he's trending to play, then yeah, I think the Niners just destroy them. I mean, Travis Homer is not the answer back there. If Walker plays, I don't know, maybe. And, and Purdy's banged up too. I mean, they say he's going to play, but is he going to be 100%? He's got about oh, yeah, I did see that. He's got a rib injury or something. I yeah. mean, you know, no Debo to turn around and give it to. So, you, you know, you're going to rely on CMC and – I don't know. This may not be a bad pick. I, you're in yeah, Seattle. Tough place more, to play. The, you're, now you're talking me out of what I thought. Maybe it isn't a bad pick. And yeah, I, I don't know. know. We'll see. Who? Who? I would have to look it up. I mean, who's the next quarterback in line for San Fran if Purdy goes oh, down? Oh God, I don't know. I mean, Let's no Trey Lance, no Jimmy G. I'm sure they signed somebody. Yeah, they would have had to. Oh, they did. Uh, um, the journeyman. What the hell is his name? Oh, look. Hold on. Johnson. Is it Josh Johnson? Is that who it is? Yes, Josh Johnson. The guy who's been on like almost every NFL team. I think he's missing about. He's like, he's past uh, Fitzpatrick for most teams played on. I was going to say, is Fitzy, Fitzy going to come out of retirement just to join <laughs> the Niners real quick? Oh, ben Roethlisberger has been uh, tossing it around the idea, apparently. For the Niners said came out and said that. So mm, that'd be that'd be I'd love to hear what Sketty has to say about that. So we'll have to bring that up next week. All right. Uh you have anything you want to add before we sign off here? No. Well, I you know, I know I'm an eerie, but I guess no one is gonna listen. But local shout out to my high school alma mater who was the first uh first football team in our school's history to make it to the state championship they unfortunately lost but what high school uh, is that uh it's called general brown high school it's up in new york they went they made it to the class c state championship that's awesome Um, that's the first time they've ever made it first time our school's ever made it to the state champ we've been in the states a few times but first time they ever made a championship game played a tough game but that's cool yeah a lot of Real small town, so kind of, you know, like Warren and all that, you know. Yeah, football football's a big deal up there. So, did you stream it or anything? Were you able to watch it? No, there was there had a streaming thing, but you know, like everything else, it had to have passwords, and they had it locked down to only so many people per password. And I had Bastards. some. I had people there. It was it's they play the state championships at the 
it's not the carrier dome anymore in Syracuse, the JMS wireless or something. It's the it's carrier the, dome. It's the carrier dome is where everything yeah. was. So that's where they played. Yes. You play. I, I played there in high school when we won our sectional title, as they call it in New York state. Yeah. We, you play in the carrier dome. That's badass. Uh, also sucks to whoever was streaming it and only allowed so many on what happened to some good old fashioned piracy. <laughs> I know. I was getting you know? I was getting updates with all the people I knew there, but that's cool. All right. Well, Andy, thanks for filling in. We always appreciate you being able to do that so the show can continue and we don't get too far behind on stuff. Uh we we owe you. Yeah. No, appreciate the off when, invite. When when we make it big, we'll bring you with us. Yeah, no, appreciate the invite. You know, <laughs> give me enough heads up. I can usually make it work, but yeah, no, that's cool. Uh, All right. Thank you to everybody who tuned in, uh, everybody who got in the comments. We appreciate all of you, everybody who smashed the like, love button and the angry face. If you think Sketty's ugly, we love all of you also. Want to thank the sponsors, Swing Juice, Bush Light, Napoli's, Your Daily Local, JP Photography, Means Sales and Service, Jones Pest Control, Me, Myself and Ride Podcast, Blue Line Auto and Complete Roofing Systems. Thank you all. Uh, Until next week, which we may have next week could get good i mean don't forget to watch out on the facebook page for the five days of christmas on saturday uh the instructions will be on the post what you need to do to qualify for the gifts and the thing is you you could win multiple times if you are in it you're in it for all five days so uh see how many people get in on it but uh just keep an eye out for it till next week take care be safe